I hope you're ready for this. <clears throat> I hope you're in a good mood, and I hope you're able to handle this, and I hope you're, oh, I hope you're able to come to grips with what I'm going to be saying today, because there isn't a lot of this on your TV and other sets. I'm sorry, because... And I'm going to say something to you, and I'm going to, and I, and I, and I hope I don't step on any toes here. But I know I am, because that's that's what I do. And I do this a lot. But the but what what is what we are what is being portrayed as interesting is so profoundly stupid. Stupid today. It, it, the word doesn't even it doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't even come close to. To even remotely describing what we're seeing, stupid is like the word fat. Fat, fat doesn't mm, because obesity is at levels now that's just off the charts. Fat, obese, morbidly obese, BMI, uh, gargantuan, immobile, lumbering. I mean, it's it's hit. It is. It is absolutely off the charts. <clears throat> and the reason for it is not because of any kind of... It's not people who say, well, you know, don't shame people. No, no, this is this is deliberate. This is deliberate. There's no reason why any civilization, why all of a sudden, it's, it's just laziness, slovenliness. It's just the way it is. So the word, whether you want to call it that, the word fat doesn't even remotely... It doesn't even remotely come close to saying what it really is. And that is absolutely the truth. Isn't that something? It's something how words work, how words, and I love this. And by the way, this is something that you will never hear on most uh, TV shows or whatever for reasons that are obvious, and that's because, well... I noticed yesterday this was so interesting. I, 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 YouTube, despite the fact that it thinks I'm dangerous, with my opinionated sense, does not seem to mind, for reasons I don't understand, Russell Brand, which is great. Um, he's, aside from what he does, his, his success is one thing, does absolutely nothing for me. Nothing. Absolutely does nothing. There are so few people who really. That a lot of times, people who really, I think, are really good to watch. They're not even talking about politics. It's other things that we're doing. But anyway, Russell Brand decided to say he noticed that somebody that he knew, who was the subject of an interesting reference, had a video demonetized. <gasps> what? Couldn't believe it. Somebody else did too. And YouTube apparently said, well, we, we've corrected that. Really? Was it controversial? And he was going, I mean, he was livid. One video. What about a, what about a channel? Everything. I don't know if Russell could handle that. Maybe I should talk to Russell. But it was wonderful to see this contrived orchestrated, pretend, disgust. It's beautiful. Beautiful. 
and I'm looking at the, this is so interesting. Now, before we begin, I've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about how the word fat doesn't work, racism doesn't work. We've 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 lost the 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 intent of this, and I love words and how words change in subtlety and nuance. Talk about language and the psychology, the psychology of habituation and others, and some other issues which you will never see on the usual suspect show because it's just there there is no market for maybe other than this, I think. It's not because what I'm saying is that brilliant. It's that not a lot of bells and whistles and I'm not screaming I'm not doing these thirty second jump cuts where we're saying basically nothing. So we'll get to that. Very, very wet day. It's fifty three degrees. Getting kinda of chilly here in New York City. And uh, I want to talk about something which is very, very important, very, very critical. You know, as you know, my friends, as you know, and as we've talked about this, you have taken heed, you have been very, 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 very smart, very smart in recognizing the fact that food production is very, very tenuous. And I'm saying very, very quite a lot, and I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know why not one very... I think one very should do it just fine. So my Patriot Supply is, without a doubt, the the not the Cadillac, not the McLaren, not the Rolls, not the Aston Martin, but the the, the pinnacle, the the essence, the the quintessence of emergency food kits. That's exactly what it is. And years ago, talk about language. Years ago, just a while back, people you'd laugh. Remember when people would laugh at preppers? Preppers, remember this? Well, you're a prepper, and you, they talked about the tin foil hat. Remember that one? And and um, uh, black helicopters, and they love to. We love to do this. Take something that you believe in and just mock it. You're a Bible thumper. You're a you're a right wing fanatic. You're a left wing kook. You're a you're a you're a radical. You're a, never you're never normal. We take something that you believe in and we just distort it. And they used to laugh at people who actually will laugh at the notion of preparation. Preparation. Preparing for food. Meanwhile, we turn to TV to see every, the latest installment of the latest horror in Florida. To see how these people are going back to their homes. Why? Because we love to see people in agony. We love it. We love to see Car wrecks and disasters and animal acts gone bad and and uh, wait for it you know these YouTube wait for it dash cam videos we have an industry where we love to see people's horrors it's Schadenfreude on steroids and it's human and there's nothing you can do about it but if you want to prepare if you want to say okay that being said I'm going to learn from this. You're going to go to preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com, and you're going to save $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. This is critical. There, there, there's no, I'm, I'm not even going to sell you anything, but, it, but it's not just, okay, here's a bucket of food. No, no. Over 2,000 calories a day, 21 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, Breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, 
and they've already go to preparewithlionel.com. Re, look 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 what you've got. Remember, this is emergency food. You can use them for camping. You can use them for hunting. You can use them now if you like. It's up to you. But it's intended to remain sealed in their six rugged, water-resistant, water-resistant. Why is that important? Preparewithlionel.com. Water-resistant. Huh. Oh, well. Water-resistant buckets. These containers weigh 120 pounds. Free shipping. Fast. Unmarked. And you stack it. And it's each one 90 days. You want one of these per family member. 90 days. Look at Florida. Look at those stores. What are they going to do? There's nothing reopening. Where do they go? Where do they eat? They're going to get you know, power hooked up. Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? What? Where are they going to eat? What? This is opportunity. This is a lesson. This is fate looking at you and saying, here, learn from them. Don't let this be you. Prepare with Lionel.com. It's simple. This is an absolute fact. Where will you be if this happens? And it doesn't mean hurricanes or tornadoes or pestilence or locusts or it could be everything from supply chain, rioting, disaster, martial law, whatever whatever your alien invasion, I don't care. Whatever melts your butter. But once you have this squared away, you're done. You said, I've done my job. Do it now. Preparewithlionel.com. 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 Now I want to talk about something which I, I, I don't know if it exists anywhere in the real world, but it's, um, I think, and a real serious appreciation for the subtleties of life. And I want to talk about this thing called racism. And I imagine, I always do it this way. I imagine there is this person, this traveler from another dimension, EBE, UFO, whatever you want to call it. And they're sitting there, and I'm talking to them. And I say to them, so, uh, let me ask you a question. Is there anything you'd like to know of me, Mr. Alien Traveler? Yes, I do. And we'd be speaking telepathically because they wouldn't be speaking. We would be speaking telepathically. That's important to note. And it would convey to me the following question. Would you please explain to me this term that I hear you use, you and your fellow humans, and I've noticed a lot on your media, you use the word racism. Would you please describe that to me? And I would say, ah, that's a great question. That is a wonderful question. Thank you so much for asking that. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Whenever they have the the uh, nominees, whenever they have the hearings, thank you, Senator, for that question. I appreciate that. You don't appreciate that question. Thank you, Senator. Thank you very much for that question. And if we had to sit down and say, well, let me explain this to you to show you how this thing works. And it's a very, very important concept. And let me give you the way it used to work 
And let me explain to you the notion of isms, and then I'll explain to you kind of the way things work today. And it works something like this. Racism is theoretically defined as a negative, a negative preference against, that's one category, a belief system where a particular race, and we'll get to that definition, is either inferior to you or that you are superior to another race. So it works it works one of two ways. Either either they are inferior to you because of their color or what have you or or you are superior to them. That's a very subtle thing. Merely merely because of race. Ideally, this is the way it is. Ideally. Okay? Okay. So the idea is very, very simple. I am better than you, smarter than you, more talented than you, more intelligent than you, than whatever it is. Because of my color, my race, my we'll, we'll define race in a moment. But it's merely because of that. There's no interest in who you are or what you've done or your own particular talents. And there's all kinds of subtle... Dis- there's, there's, there's variations between this. But it has to be negative and it has to be baseless and it has to be done in a pejorative sense. Now let me give you an example. Sometimes... Things appear to be racist when in fact they are not. Let me give you an example. Let's say I am an NBA scout, basketball scout, and I'm sending my coaches out around the world, various universities, and somebody says, what about Cambodia? I said, what about Cambodia? Are we going to Cambodia No. Why? Because statistically, and from a physiognomy, morphology, phenotype point of view, Cambodians do not tend to have a stature, height, bone length, whatever you want to call it, girth, weight, mass, that comports and is consistent with that which is usually seen in the NBA. Question, is that racist? No. If one were to say, no, we don't want to Cambodia because, well, the Cambodians are not very smart people and they're very primitive people and now that could be. It most probably is. That's a different story. Primitive? What are you talking about? But based upon height and stature, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No problem with that, whatever. Is that racist? No. In fact, that's that's smart. You're allocating your resources correctly. You're not wasting your time. You're not going someplace. So the idea is that you can make distinctions about people so long as you have something that we all agree is based on some kind of universally accepted bases of... Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Now let me ask you this question. If it is possible for a people to be dissimilar 
in terms of physical stature, average height, weight, bone length, whatever you want to call it, mass, body mass, is it possible for a group of people to differ based upon intellectual gray matter, cognitive ability, um, computational celerity? Can one group of people... Oh, that's impossible. Wait a minute. Bones, body, height, muscularity, stature, girth, physicality, morphology, muscle insertion, blah, 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 are all subject to physiological, somatic things, right? Right. A clump of muscle, a bone, a femur, human growth hormone, but whatever it is, yes. Okay, well, why isn't the human brain, which is a clump of protoplasm, a, a jelly, a big thing of, like, wet tofu, why can't that be? Why can't one, why can't a brain be smaller or bigger? Why can't it be bigger or different in men and women and maybe this part of the world? Why not? And the answer we would tell our alien friend is, you know, we don't want to know that. There might be, but we will say officially no. And why do you say officially no? We say officially no because of the fact that we just don't say that. We don't accept it. We don't allow it. We don't even consider it. But is it true? We don't care whether it's true. We don't even care. We don't. We 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 do not. We do not care whether that's true. Why? Because we are so developed intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, culturally, and so. So much of an adherent are we to the notion of equity that we will, if if need be, we will distort, ignore, deflect, reject anything even even re- even remotely remotely indicating that that's the truth. <coughs> because that is a new thing that we call equity. What is equity? Equity, equality? No, not equality. Equity. Equality is I treat you the same. But I also am reasonable. I treat you the same unless there's a reason. For example, I'm going to treat you the same regarding, let's say, driving privileges, but this person is eight years old. I don't treat children the same as adults. No, I don't. That's okay. I notice you don't have any eight-year-old drivers. Well, the reason why you don't do that is because we, we, we don't think it's a good idea to have eight-year-old drivers. Now, if you're Carmelita Harris and you make statements about where reparations should go, reparations, which we'll get to in a moment, statements about the allocation of hurricane funds, this, even the closet, it doesn't really matter. But but if I say something, and I'm explaining this now to this to this alien, and I say this person can say whatever she wants. She's Carmelita Harris, she's a vice president, she is of color, and whatever she says, you just nod. Why? Because if you don't, if you don't, depending upon what it is. 
you'll be called racist. Racist is this, racist is like, ow, it's that word we use that can be invoked at any time for any reason. Anything can, can inspire an ow, everything. And everything can inspire a racist response, everything. No matter what you say, it doesn't matter. And not only that, to my alien friend, in some circles of our society, white, black, doesn't matter, you'll be held to a higher esteem in your your collective area if if you use this word as many times as possible. Just like climate change. Anytime you can work climate change into anything. And if it's reasonably plausible, your rating goes up significantly. That's where we are right now. Reparations. Wonderful topic. But let me back up a little bit. Just a little bit, okay? Uh, Many of us, many of us believe that we are the first, that, that, that we, we are the first people ever to be, um, that we have to deal with this stuff. Now, this is brand new. This is, everything's brand, everything, you know, this PC talk and blah, blah, blah. This is all brand new. You know, we never, we never had it. Like, it's, how many, how, do, do you think this is worse now than it ever was? Do you? Do you think today is worse than it's ever been? Yes or no? Let me ask a very simple question. Do you think today, if, if the answer is yes, just press 1. And for those watching or listening later on uh, in Spotify or Google, uh, we're, we're doing a little little poll here. And you playing along can can ask that question. Do you think, do you think that's true? Yes or no? Do you think that today is worse than it's ever been? Well, it's a very, very simple concept. Now, when you ask somebody, there's no right or wrong. And the first thing that people will do is they will immediately answer the question without saying, well, what do you mean worse? See, that's me. I'm sorry. I'm a lawyer. I want to know a little bit about, uh, well, what do you mean worse? What does that mean? Uh, Is it worse in terms of what? Is now worse than, let's say, World War II? Nazi Germany, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, the bubonic plague. Mrs. Allen and I were listening to a to a documentary the other day, driving in the Yugo stretch. We had the transistor on. We're listening to something, an old lecture on the Spanish flu. Oh, the Spanish flu was dear God. You've never seen anything like this. You can't even even remotely. Imagine what we went through with the Spanish flu. It, it's there was nothing like it. I mean, the amount of death. And this wasn't exaggerated. This this was, there was no Doctor Fauci. And no no no. We're, we're not we're not we're not you know uh, juicing the the records or oh no 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 no. It was unbelievable. Does anybody remember the fear of polio? Of polio? Do you remember what polio was? 
That was a little before my time. But I remember people told me they were just absolutely beyond. They, it was like a, a dread, a sense of dread you could not even imagine. Was that worse than today? I think so. But you would never know. With somebody walking around still with masks, still to this day, still, still. It's incredible, incredible. I see what's going on. So I don't know. But years ago, make a long story short, that was a, a thing we had, which which was so fantastic. And it was a, it was a, um, an issue we had years ago in in Florida. People, people, all oh, people love Florida. Don't they? They just think Florida is great. Until you happen to be near a, a hurricane, and why people live next to the I have no idea. I like what people say. The hurricanes normally affect people who are disproportionately poorer. And uh, I say, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Because I don't know. Because the people who are really, really affected are the people who live on the water, on the shore. And those properties cost the most. And the people who are inland, you know, way away, they tend to, when it hits landfall, it kind of slows down. Yeah, there's other problems too. But people just assume, like Carmelita Harris, she just says stuff. But anyway, but years ago, this I'll never forget this. I remember, and maybe you do too, but around 1993, and even before then, I remember when, in my world, because I was right at the beginning of talk radio, when talk radio was fun, when Rush Limbaugh was relevant, when it was really actually more interesting and more vibrant than this dreck that we have right now. Just absolute dreck. I, 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 anyway, anyway. And I mean podcasting too. But anyway. But all of a sudden people said, there's this thing called PC. What's that? Politically correct. What's politically correct? I'm telling you, I remember. Don't you, honey, when it started, that term, when you could get in trouble for just saying something wrong. What do you mean just saying something wrong? Who's going to, you can't say that. I mean, you could you could go on TV. and I mean, listen, Jackie Mason was kept off of you know, Ed Sullivan because of, Flipping off Ed or whatever, but it doesn't matter. But 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 this was different. This was kind of a self-imposed kind of a deal. Well, in 1993, I'll never forget this. The first time I really saw this, there was a case in which in in Tamble, Florida, they unearthed or un or or raised R A I S E D versus Z E D, a pirate ship called the Widda. To make a long story short, there was this pirate ship. And they brought it up and they go, hey, look at this. Archaeologically, it was relevant. The structure was relevant. The every, I mean, everything was, it was, they just loved this. Loved this. And what happened was, somebody said, why are we, why are we celebrating a pirate ship? No, 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 no. No, no, strike that. Please forgive me. Or maybe not. It was a slave ship that became a pirate ship. There was a guy named Blackjack Bellamy who was one of the original slaves 
they overtook the ship and the slaves became pirates. And Tampa, with its, you know, Gasparilla and all that stuff, they loved this. Well, when this came about, I was on the air, people were on the air, and we thought, well, pretty obvious. Pretty obvious to us that the real issue is that this was an archaeological ship. Who cares whether it was a pirate ship or a slave ship? Doesn't really matter. We're not glorifying slavery. It's just like Williamsburg or other parts of Brooklyn. But um, the, you know the pyramids. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's. No, this is nineteen ninety. Two, 93. Nobody's celebrating slavery. And I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. They must be mistaken. Because there's a group of people who said, oh, no, no, no. And all of a sudden, who's this? Huge, well, relatively huge contingents of people of white, black, universities, historians, and then people wearing a variety of costumes. In 1990, you could you could walk in, you could wear. Do you remember the the lost tribes of Israel? Anybody in New York remember this one? They're gone now, but they used to be around Times Square, and there were uh, four, five that normally black men wearing caftans, Egyptian dress, ankas, staffs, sandals, those Aladdin shoes. It's like they went into the costume closet. Whatever they could get, they pulled them out, put it on half. Valkyrie helmets. They look like a J6, you know, protester. It, 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 it said, what is this? I don't know what it is. And people even try to say, well, I'm an I'm a an historian from Columbia University, and I don't recognize any. Doesn't matter. Well, before that, you could wear dashikis, jalebas, jerbas, caftans, cassocks, veils, vestments, any kind of hat you wanted, staffs. It didn't matter at the time. Uh, a la uh, Malcolm X, everybody was X, X, 3X, 24X. And I was, and others were saying, what is this? What, what am I seeing here? This is a ship that they found archaeologically, the wood, the nails, the construction. It was a slave ship, became a pirate ship, this is, nobody is saying anything about the benefits of slavery. Those were the days. Nothing. Well, I learned it didn't matter. PC was born. And people loved it. All of a sudden. That's right, local. We have our local news. Well, let's go right now live to our on the south. This is, this is when local news was relevant. Let's go right now to Rock Stone, live at the museum. Rock, what's going on here? Well, Dave, as you can see, 
it's a it's a pretty pretty uh, a lot of tempers are flaring here at the museum regarding the widow. Is it a pirate ship? Is it a slave ship? What's going on? We're talking right now to Prometheus 4X and Reverend. And I, I'm saying, what are the? And by the way, this was everybody was it. liberals, white academics. Everybody was just. I mean, this racism has got to stop. And we said, where? Is, what are you? What racism? So I would be on the air with my friends. I'm saying, listen. If if you. If, if you want to talk about race, you know, we'll talk about this, but this is a ship. You brought up the We were racist. They were a racist. Everybody's a racist. And this and then Rush Limbaugh, oh, that's that Rush Limbaugh station. What are you talking about? Well, guess what happened? Numbers. All those people. Thank you, Reverend... Whatever X. Uh, by the way, can we have your card? Yeah, in case we need to. Yeah. All of a sudden, Reverend X, he's got an agent. And this uh, young uh, academic from the University of whatever, he's got an agent. And everybody's got an agent. And the racism bandwagon is on. And, and our station, oh my God, we're loving this. Is it racist? Is it not? And next thing you know, we're looking for it. I'll never forget this one. I'll never forget this one. They were saying, where, where can we find racist? Not not this station. I meant the, the, the country, the culture. This is early 90s, late 80s. You know, Rush Limbaugh was coming, conservatism. The left was nothing like it's now. It was non-existent. It was actually the left. They cared about things like, you know, rights and things. Anyway, somebody said, you know, it's Christmas time here, and you know, I ran into a black Santa. And I said, a black Santa? Wait a minute. We've had black Santas since I came. Is this really an issue? Do you really? Is Santa Claus white? Oh, my. Is a, is a mythical, sorry, kids, is a mythical is it, well, is Huckleberry Hound and Black or what? It's a cartoon character, too. What are you talking about? And then it got into everything. And then there was this issue. I'll never forget. Uh, you probably remember this. I don't even know if it's true. But people say, well, you know, Bill Cosby bought up Song of the South. And you can't do, uh, oh, no, he bought uh, Amos and Andy. And now Amos and Andy. Remember the song, um, Ashes to Ashes, Dust to Dust? They'll never remain the same. Long Tall Sally, Tin Pan. Uh, Amos and Andy, Tin, uh, tin Pan Alley, and uh, Fifth Dimension, one of my favorite songs. You couldn't say Amos and Andy. So I would go on the air every day and say, Excuse me, yes. Have you seen an episode of Amos and Andy? I haven't. I have never watched the Amos and Andy show. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen a, a clip. I know it existed at some time. I've never seen the Amos and Andy show. 
And if I did, so what? It bores me. It has no relevance to me, Amos and Andy. What are we talking about? Amos and Andy has been off the air. What are you talking about? I've never heard a Rush Limbaugh show. The whole thing? Never heard a Howard Stern show. Never. I don't hear radio shows. Never. I hear like, remember the old days? Remember Phil Delco? You push the button, maybe a little bit, that's it. My friend, a cottage industry was born. Oh, racism. Racism. It was the it was the greatest, and it was so simple. All of a sudden, you say, hey, listen, yeah. Uh, you got the name of that guy? Remember the reverend with the hat? The who? Remember with the widow? Oh, yeah. We have a, yeah, we got his number. Call him up. Let's get him on. He was feisty. And we would pit people, not we, society. Let's get a let 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 let's let's get somebody who sounds real maybe sounds real southern, like a southern Baptist preacher to talk about that really sounds good. They were like baiting it. Again, society was. It was the best thing anybody's ever seen. It created controversy. I said, this is the most stupid thing. I said, you want to talk about racism? You want to talk about racism? Let's talk about what is racism. And racism became, instead of slavery, civil rights, I said, come with me. I said, let me just, 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 let me take you to the, then it was a Hillsborough County Jail. Let's just walk into the jail and just, just, just look around and see if you notice anything. Now, I'm not sure if that's racism, but let's talk about inequality, mistreatment, different treatment. I was suggesting, let's really talk about certain things and the racism people that want to talk about, the decline of family, the black family. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not interested there. It, it started this. And it's the in they we never lost our appetite for that. It was wonderful. Oh God! Any time you can work racism, and then, and then, this was mid eighties. It happened. You think was your change the name of the Redskins? This was the oldest. This was every year. This is 40 years. Well, I think it's, well, you know, that's the name of the team. Well, I don't think that's fair. What do you think? Phone's going crazy. Is it racist? Racist! There's that word again. God, we love that word. We just go crazy. Yeah, you know, you got the number of the guy with the hat. Oh, yeah, I got it. You know, the, the, the same way. He's always good. I say, you're going to talk to a minister about the Redskins? doesn't matter. It's good radio. It's good TV. It's good whatever it was. And that's where we are. It's, it's this thing. And this elevation, a change of, from the, it was a change of the, I mean, as far as it hurt, it hurt it made the word useless. Useless. Oh. Reparations? You think this is new? This was 40 years ago. They've been talking about this forever. Reparations. Same arguments. Oh, how are you going to do it? I don't know. 
Do you see what's? Ha- do you see that nothing is new here? We are evolving nowhere. All right, I'm going to stop for one second because I still got to talk about this. I, st- I, 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 I've been so late in doing this, as we say, so late, because I want to talk about my man, Mike Lindell. You know, it's fifty degrees. You leave the windows open. I don't know where you are, but it's uh, it's kind of chilly. We had the windows open. You can hear the gunshots in the middle of the night, sirens, people screaming, dogs barking. No more. You notice we don't hear any more dog. I mean, dog. Uh, uh, those those car alarms. Remember that? People said, "For God's sakes, no nobody pays attention to those." We don't hear that anymore. But when you're in your bed and you're wrapped up in your my pillow, oh, your t- your your sheets and your percales and your bed sheets and your pillows and your ensconce and you've got your duvet or your and your mattress and your topper and your blanket and you've got your sleep system and your down blanket and you're wearing your 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 men's or women's sleepwear and loungewear. Maybe your buy your your my pillow body pillow, this large kind of a tackling dummy that you can wrap your arms around. Then you will look to the heavens and you will thank, thank the firmament that there is a Mike Lindell and that you can get this by going to MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. It's the best there is. Towels, they still have a three-piece towel set. 1998. That's a joke. It's a joke. A joke you will benefit from. So enter promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, MyPillow.com promo code Lionel and do what you have to do. Let me go back to this. Do you know that to this day we're still talking about the same stuff? We're still talking about this. We're still talking about Don Lemon, Trevor Noah. Oh, oh, oh. Can I can I tell you uh, something very quickly? Trevor Noah does not quit. James Corden does not quit. Uh, The next one you're going to see is uh, Seth Meyers, because he's, you don't even, he's like so off the, and it's not because they're bad people or because it's the left or whatever. It's that this model is over with. Do you know why drive-in... Honey, why are drive-in restaurants gone? Yeah, you don't really see them. Hey, maybe one. Yeah, drive-in. Well, you drive-in and you have a speaker. You may see one. They're relics. Good luck finding a drive-in restaurant. Where you sit, you pull up your car, and they bring the speaker. Yeah. No, not drive through. Drive in. You know, like a drive, drive, like a uh, drive it. You know, like a drive in theater. Why don't we have them anymore? It's because they're bad. No. Because what? It just changed. We had a a burger place. I'll tell you right now. I think, bar none, when I ate beef, my favorite, that was just. It was on... People talk about In-N-Out Burger. Steak and Shake. Take home a sack. With their front... 
That that thing was just. And they had drive-ins. You know, you put the little spe- ding ding, the one comes up. You know, and you got to eat, eat in your car. I don't want to get. I've got the you know the Yugo. It's a stretch. It's a classic. You don't want to get food in there. But I used to love that. We were the kid. Let's go. This is great. We're eating in the car. We had Frisch's Big Boy. You know the Big Boys? Frisch's. I love that. And then one day we said, ah, eh, we don't do this anymore. Remember drive-in theaters? We went to 20th Century and Funland. Went to 20th Century. And one day, and I'll never forget, I had to go to the John or where to eat something out of what it was. I'm getting kind of cramped with my parents. And my, I said, I'm going to go to the John. I look at him. Complete, and they're the bats are diving. This is in Florida. Hot summer night. Dive bomb. You got bats. All we needed was a, a wolf howling in the, in the... in the Anyway, so I, I got out and I went to the John and I turned around and I said, where the hell is the car? Nobody had lights on. There was just... You just saw shadows of cars. I didn't remember what section I was. I'm going up t- to cars and I'm seeing stuff in cars that... Kids shouldn't see. Of course, I was 38 at the time, but it doesn't matter. Weren't those fun days? Weren't those fun? Remember that big, that big clunky thing? Could almost shatter your window. You don't set it up right. And they would have this, let's go out to the poor. And they had these little dancing, you know. Do you know why they died? Because they just did. It just wasn't profitable. They said, we have indoor theaters, we have multiplex, we just, it's just, that's the way it is. And these shows had their run. Late night comedy. Late night comedy. This was Steve Allen, Jack Parr, Johnny Carson. This was, this was the, the etymology. This was an extension of that. And they took it, and now you've got Joe Rogan, who has, who is so wildly popular. And by the way, Joe Rogan, I don't think you should do this with drinking, but get a big bunch of French fries, or whatever you like. And whenever he drops an F-bomb, eat one. You will be so sick. But it's popular. And they talk about... It's fun and it's insanely popular. And it's profane. And it's the language of today. Who wants to watch Trevor Noah? Who was never good to begin with? And somebody said... Is he funny? I don't know if he's funny. Who wants to wait and see this? To hear Trevor Noah give you the the take on the Second Amendment. You've got in your phone, you can say, excuse me, I want to hear Joe Rogan uh, talk to uh, so-and-so again. I like that. That's my favorite show. I love that show. Or maybe I want to see whatever, whatever it is you want to watch. You know what I'm going through right now? You ready for this? <laughs> what I'm going through? Don't ask me why. Don't I? I have no idea. I'm hooked on House. Remember House MD? I loved it. 
Four doctors, one case at a time. Let's say Steve McGarrett, 5-0, one case. Zulu as Kono. Cam Fong as Chin Ho. We're going to get that fat Hawaiian. We're all in this together, brother. Greatest line ever. Cam Fong as Chin Ho. Chin Ho Kelly. We're all in this together, brother. Worst actors. When they, they, they kidnapped Kono. Zulu as Kono. Why did they keep the name Zulu? Why was Kono? Call him Zulu. Anyway. They kidnapped him and they put him in a bait well. And Steve says, we're going to get that fat Hawaiian. They always were in their, their office. Remember Steve's office? It was dark. Yeah, he had a, he had a chalkboard. Kind of like a, like a Glenn Beck. Except this one made sense. We had the chalkboard. Okay. All right. Let's, let's go. This is the, 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 the head, the chief of the entire 5-0 state police. One guy, they drove Lincolns. Remember those Mercuries? Anyway. Those days are done. And I want to watch stuff, and I'm not going to watch Trevor Noah. You would have killed uh, Joe Rogan? Put him on Comedy Central. You're dead. Colbert? Oh, my God. They don't know how to tell him. Listen, Stephen, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's over. It's not that you're bad. It's not... I mean, a lot of people like you and you do this, but it's just, it's just, it's just a different time. Not only that, they're running out of money. These are, these are different times. They want to put money in documentaries. Let me tell you something which is fantastic. May I say something to you right now? And I want to say... Touche. Sharon Osbourne on Fox Nation. We watched this last night. First, Sharon, I don't believe in, I'm not going to solicit cases. I don't believe in championing maintenance. I'm an ethical lawyer. But whoever did your plastic surgery, you have got a case, in my humble opinion. You look like you went through a windshield. She looks like, remember, remember Greta Van Susteren, like they were, like she's being pressed against a glass. It's like, what, what is going on here? Yeah, look great. Why do they do this? Sharon, you look fine. But anyway, she went through this story about what she went through with that stupid Meghan Markle thing and uh, Pierce Morgan. And it's one of the best. Wasn't that great, honey? It was fantastic. She is likable, lovable, relatable, and it's this new thing, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And they do everything you imagine. Chupacabra, the, the killer next door. It's fantastic. That's the future. That's good stuff. And by the way, if you really want to see how this word racism, come on. And you know what? I got a snap right there. You know, have you seen Ozzy Osbourne lately? Have you seen this one? Ozzy Osbourne. I don't, I don't know Poor guy. He's got gray hair and he's like, I don't know He sounded like that his whole life. You know, he still sounds better than Joe Biden. That's what's funny. He makes sense. Ozzy Osbourne doesn't walk over. Did you see the latest with Jill Osbourne? Jill Osbourne. Jill, Dr. Jill the babysitter, where he walks over like this. Did you see this? He's seeing people. I mean, he is like putting his hand out and they're, I mean, he, he, he doesn't like turn around and think somebody there. He's walking and seeing somebody. I mean, it is beyond anything you've ever seen in your life. But you've become habituated to it. But anyway, it's very good. 
So Sharon Osbourne talks about this whole thing about the racism, 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 racism. It's, it's, it's our cottage industry. It's all we talk about. We love it. But Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle is a flim-flam, a phony, a work, a grifter. It's a con. It's beautiful. She's the best storyline there is. The best. It's such a great story. But she decided to side with her friend, and then the view or the chat or whoever the hell these people are, they jumped. Anyway, the talk, the talk, the chat, the is wonderful. That's where things are going. It's an excellent story. They even had uh, the great John Douglas talking about serial killers, except they're still doing this Son of Sam thing. They will not budge from the story that Son of Sam acted alone. They just, they, they just, it's, that's, it's like the official narrative. They get locked into it, and they are not going to budge. And anybody who has spent any amount of time, any amount of time, knows that that story is ridiculous. Absolutely so far-fetched, it's not even funny. But like most narratives, remember, may I tell you, the greatest, one of the greatest movies ever, and this is very important. They asked, remember the old story, they asked uh, Orson Welles, who were the three greatest directors of all time. He said, John Ford, John Ford, John Ford. And the man who shot Liberty Valance, please, it is one of the best allegories, dare I say, you will ever, ever see. And there was a line, remember this, it was Jimmy Stewart, remember Lee Marvin, uh, Anyway, and the story is, the storyline is, when the, when they finally come to, when they finally try to expose this, you know, you got John Wayne, but it's very similar to Unforgiven, you know, Little Bill or whatever it was, where he was a, Richard Harris was the phony, whatever. But there was this one line, and this is the most important thing you can remember. Please commit this to memory. Add this to your list of things. Add this to your, when you talk to people and you mention something about history, about Tolstoy said history would be a wonderful thing if only it were true, but remember this. There's a one line that says, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend. And it is as true today as anything you have ever seen. When something is the official narrative, just keep saying it. You will go far, whether it's climate change, racism, God, UFOs, 9-11, World War II, COVID, election 2020, whatever it is, make sure that if you want to survive, you remember what the legend is, remember what the narrative is, and never veer from it if you want to do well. If you want to go my direction, it's a very lonely world. 
Because for at least the time being, the people who control the stuff do not want to hear what I have to say. And by the way, what's even more interesting is that neither side wants to hear from me. The left can't stand me because I keep saying they're non-existent. <coughs> They've been radicalized and basically taken over by a parasite called the shadow government. So they don't like me. I don't even listen to them. Because they're not even... They're not even the conservatives, Republicans, they're worthless. Absolutely worthless. 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 They put in a good game and they pretend and talk about and they love they love to rip and and um, but in the middle, between these extremes, so to speak, there's this thing called well this is what happened. And what's happened sometimes is very, very inconvenient and very embarrassing. And very embarrassing. Very. Very embarrassing. Did you see Jimmy Carter today? Jimmy Carter is 98. He's doing the Habitat. He looks so bad. He's old, 98, but still. He looks old. I think he was a good man. Go back and look at what he did with the uh, Iranian hostages. Just go back and remember that one. And nobody really cares about Jimmy Carter. They kind of prop him up. They go, oh, Jimmy Carter. Habitat for Man. Isn't that great? Yeah. And then they, where's uh, Amy? Where's Chip? Where are the other Carters? We don't know. Carter family, AP. Hello, stranger. But in the middle of these is this thing called, well, here's exactly what happened. Do you want to talk about really about racism? No. you want to talk about the equality versus equity? No. Believe me, if I did my show, my channel, my whatever, I'd say, great, Fox News, how's it go? They said, no, no. No, 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 and it's tough, and I don't have a gimmick, see, that's the thing, I don't have a gimmick, whenever I see a subject matter on certain channels, I say, tonight, a nurse is accused of racism, I said, okay, stop, I said, let's bet, who are they going to call for the expert? Right now, I see in 30 seconds. Who? Let's make a bet. Because you have these, just like before I said, get the guy with the, you know, we have these experts. Let's bring in the, the expert. The conservative expert, left expert, and they all have them. Because we can't get through a subject without having the expert come because you are given so little you know how they say when you cook, you build the flavors? Like when you, if you make a cacio e pepe, you know, for pasta, you know, you, you build it. You know, if you're ever into that stuff, you, you, they don't build the story. They just have nothing there. They have like white bread in the scene. What else we got? That's all we got. Got some ketchup. Well, th just throw something in kind of as a distraction. Well, here's an expert on race. Excuse me. I don't want to talk to them. Can we really address race? No. Do we really No. Can we talk about Russia? No. No, 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 no. Can we talk about climate change? No. COVID? Are you kidding me? What are you, nuts? What do we talk about? Nothing. And you know what's even funnier? The shows, the channels, the websites, 
that supposedly show you the real, you know, like the real inside stuff? Nope. I'm going to leave it at that. This is Mrs. L's Twitter channel. She has simply the best Twitter, best YouTube channel. You have no idea what's going on with kids. You have no earthly idea what's happening with kids. How parents are fighting back against what? Twitter? The fi- the brands. This is a tumult. What I'm telling you is that there is nothing, there is nothing, nothing, nothing. So go to Lynn's Warriors, Lynn's underscore Warriors. Because you have no, this is, this is. And you've got to know what to do with your own kids. I can't say it enough, so please follow her. Don't forget, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. Do the right thing. And remember, mypillow.com. Promo code Lionel. Have a wonderful day. Happy October. Whatever that means. We'll talk about. You know what's good to do? If you're around a party city, pull into a party city. Look at all the Halloween stuff. Halloween is like the... I don't know why. We love Halloween. Do you have Halloween stores and you, that pop up out of nowhere? These Halloween stores that just... All of a sudden there's a, a strip mall. Like, whoa! And you realize, look how much money. You know why? Because people prefer Halloween over religion. Halloween is a religion. And they love this ghoulish death. and It's very dark. Yeah, scarecrows, pumpkins. Remember a little like, oh, I'm a cute little angel. I'm a, I'm a oh, I'm a, I'm a little uh, pony or whatever the hell the thing is. Now it's I'm dead. And it, there's this one house we drive through. It is the most demented. It's the most demented house in, in uh, well, <laughs> this is like, this is like Night of the Living Dead. I don't know what they're celebrating, but you know what? It's a free country. Do whatever you want. Anyway, thank you, my friends. Have a great and a glorious day. Please spread the word, Johannesburg. Like this. Only 196 likes. Pathetic, 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 pathetic. We have been demonetized and demonized, but not demoralized. And if you ever want, remember, remember a couple of things. Linomedia.com. That's where I go. That's where I do my, the real dark stuff, the adult stuff. And also, if you want, you can always read the description here and you can always donate and support us through Patreon and PayPal and Cash App and everything else. All right, my friends, have a great day. See you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue ya. And one more time, follow Mrs. L right there. Lynn's Warrior, I want you to go right this moment. Just click on, trust me on that one. See you tomorrow. Ta-ta.